0: Campgrounds have been a way of life in western North Carolina for a long time, much longer than the current camping craze, which helped bring more than 12 million visitors to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park last year. BPR went to Laurel Bank Campground in Haywood County. Camping there is more than a weekend activity or a vacation. It's life and family. Sherry Lynn MacArthur still remembers growing up at Laurel Bank Campground in Crusoe. She's now 66 years old.
1: I was raised here, went to school on the school bus from the campground, and people would say, you smell like a campfire. And I'd look at them and say, I live in a campground, and they never really
0: understood that.
1: But the camp has
0: been here for a long time. MacArthur's father, Harold Crawford, started building the campground in the late 60s and put up the first official site in 1970.
1: This property that the campground is was uh, a very old, poor pasture for cattle, horses, and hogs, and uh, he first built the swimming hole, and then my brother and I would camp on the riverbank in this old pasture, And evidently the light bulb went on and Harold started with a shovel digging, making the campground.
0: Those few primitive campsites grew into over 10 acres of about 100 sites, including water, electric, and sewer hookups. Some of the campers were even permanently hooked up with porches overlooking the east fork of the Pigeon River. MacArthur took over running the campground in 2004. She says that more than half of the campers are permanent seasonals, who live at the campground from May 1st to October 15th each year.
1: The campground has so much love with all the people, and everybody knew everybody, and they would carry pots of food to the porch, and all the girls would have their card games, and we have movie night in the pavilion, or on the outside screen was always fun for the kids just to sit on blankets, and potlucks, and... uh, it's, it's just, it's been fascinating, and it's such a warm and loving,
0: loving campground. The campground is off of Highway 276, but not far from the Blue Ridge Parkway and the Pisgah National Forest. Lynn Collins is the executive director of the Haywood County Tourism and Development Authority. She says visitors to the great outdoors in the county are a key part of the local economy, especially during the pandemic.
2: I mean, the people who come here and stay in the campgrounds and parks do all the things that our other visitors do. I mean, they go out and spend money in the community, whether it's going out to eat or whether it's at the grocery store or going to attractions, you know, participating in outdoor-related activities and festivals and events. And we've seen throughout the pandemic, we have seen probably some different groups of people here.
0: Unlike hotels, campers do not pay occupancy tax, which makes them hard to track. There are almost 20 campgrounds in Haywood County, not including the eight public campgrounds along the Blue Ridge Parkway.
2: I just think that it's developed as part of sort of the original concept of the region overall. I mean, just looking at the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and how some people used to live, basically. And I mean, I think it's just evolved from that and people see opportunities for it and... Uh, The business is out there, and it's just a, a different style of vacation.
0: That style of vacation is what has drawn Betty Parker to staying at Laurel Bank Campground for the last 20 years. She lives in Thompson, Georgia.
3: Campers all have something in common. They like to be out there rather than motels and concrete. We like trees
0: and dirt. She says everyone has a story about how they ended up at Laurel Bank Campground.
3: My husband's uncle and his parents um, were camped up at Mount Pisgah Campground many years ago, and it was too cold up there, so they came driving down the mountain on 276 beside a river, the east fork of the Pigeon River, and they saw these pretty little campers across the river, so they decided that might be a nice place for them to stay.
0: The Parkers kept coming to visit. First, on the weekends and with their daughter, then as a stopover spot during cross country trips in their RV after retirement until they were finally able to buy a permanent spot at the campground.
3: We would take what we called a social stroll in the evenings. (laughs) We'd walk through the campground and talk to people as we went by. Sometimes they would join us and we'd walk up the hill to the upper bridge. And and this is just a simple little thing, but we'd throw sticks over the bridge and see which one would get. Down, down river first <laughs> just, just enjoying the simple things of life watching the chipmunks and the rabbits and the birds and neighbors that know each other's porches sometimes after those social strolls we'd stop on somebody's porch and have ice cream people that we knew when we first went there 20 years ago we're still friends even though we don't see them now most of them, some have passed on but we're still, we're still connected we still talk on the phone
0: Just like every summer, the Parkers were at Laurel Bank last month when Tropical Storm Fred swept through, destroying the campground. MacArthur explains. All that I've said about my campground was mentioned
4: as uh, before the flood, and and then the flood came, and it's just not there anymore. Uh, And uh, that's where, when you lose people to a flood, That's just heart-wrenching. And like I've said all through this, is that my people were just special. And uh, it's very hard to, to wrap your head around the ugliness of that flood. The water was huge and angry, and it was just taking everything. Campers would be floating, or if they ran into a tree or another camper, they exploded. And uh, it was just very dangerous, very frightening, angry water just going at an unreal speed. It uh,
0: It was horrifying. Parker and her husband took shelter in a pavilion during the storm but not all of the campers were safe after the flood.
3: It was devastating. Um, And, you know, we lost four lives from the campground, people that we knew. And um, one lady drove into the raging waters that was crossing the road. I had just stopped and backed up. I didn't drive into it. And just a few minutes later, she came and drove into it. And uh, people tried to stop her, but she went on. She thought, obviously, that she could go through it. And Those of us standing there, there was 12 of us in the pavilion watching it happen. It was horror. It was absolute horror. Um, I will never forget it. I wish I could get it out of my mind, but I can't. Um, Thank the Lord we were all okay.
0: Of the six people killed in Haywood County during the storm, four were Laurel Bank campers, according to the campground. Frank and Charlene Mungo, Judy Mason, and John, known as Jack, Carolock. BPR met with MacArthur at her home next to the campground. She has been working tirelessly since the flood, but there are still piles of twisted metal along the uneven dirt road and a pile of sand in her front yard where the water came up to her house.
1: It has washed my campground basically away, and um, I don't think I can fix it. It's just too much, but The office got clobbered and campers went floating down the river and I lost four people
4: to the water and uh, it was such a happy place that has changed into a very sad spot. Talking about the happy days are, are great conversations on the memories but this is just such a bad memory that it is very hard to uh, wrap your head around all of the destruction that has happened and I hope I just hope I can get it cleaned up I don't get any help because it's on a private road it's not state maintained so all the debris are in piles like you see on the news, like down in New Orleans or something.
0: Laurel Bank Campground sits near two other campgrounds Riverside Campground and Blue Ridge Motorcycle Campground. Both were also damaged in the storm. Although Parker and her husband made it through the flood, Jean Parker's health had been in decline. He passed away six days after the storm.
3: Some of the, the other ladies are just, are still, I think they're having a harder time with that part than I am because my other tragedy, the death of my husband, has overshadowed that one.
0: Parker says there is one image from the flood she will always remember.
3: I could only take about six pictures during that flood, but I took one of my husband sitting in a chair. You could tell it was an old man from the back holding a, he was using a a long stick for a walking stick. He was sitting there at the front of the pavilion looking out on the flood, and you could see stuff going down the river in front of him. And that just, that told the whole story to me. I I, I wish that the campground could be again. I don't know that it ever will. I won't be able to go back. I can't buy another camper. but I'll never forget those days. And I'll always keep in touch with those people.
0: MacArthur sums up her love of Laurel Bank Campground where she grew up and raised her three sons, this way.
1: There's something special about that little spot. It's magical. It's just, and like I say, it's not for everybody, but the ones that love it, love it dearly. It's just been a super little place here in the community of Crusoe.
0: There is a GoFundMe for the campground. So far, it has raised just over $23,000. I'm Malika Nepp, BPR News.